Shotglassdigital.com. What? What's wrong? Are you sure this isn't boring? It's not boring. You're I think I'm just boring everyone to tears. You're telling them what they need I to mean, know. I mean, I know I'm telling them what they need to know, but I just feel like I'm boring everybody. Well, you're not. I like it. I'd like to do something a little more wacky. The show's going to be wacky. Something what? fun. What about you? Now I'm out of time. The Big Honkin' Show. Gusta la honkin' glan espectaculo mucho. I like The Big Honkin' Show a lot. <laughs> It was at least 10 foot tall, Steve. With beautiful hair. I had beautiful hair. I rough talked him and run and him off. Master's degree in communication. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave him that? It's just like it was the build up. And a master's degree in communication. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome to Mark Out Loud. Iconic as that one image is, a lot of people don't really talk about that much. Probably because of this. Yeah, like definitely. I mean, they would go, but well, I mean, they when, started going a when lot. Jerry Lawler, you know? It's when Jerry Lawler started calling Canada Bizarro World. Yes. Welcome to Rock Out Loud. That's freaking Slash. Yeah, it's great you know? that guitar solo too. And uh, Disney Vault Talk. Just we're Di- just Disney Vault. Disney Vault Talk. So, all right, and we're going to begin this joint in three. Two. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to do it without us. <laughs> we're a blast. We're fun. I know what I'm saying. My name's Steve Gloss, the great Carl LeClaire. You know, in the town that I run... The, the town that you run? Yeah, it's it's a little thing that exists inside of me. Okay. Carlville. Carlville. <laughs> Carlberg. <laughs> You're listening to the Geek Out Loud podcast, the official podcast of geekoutonline.com. We are talking the 1995 film The Avengers with Uma Thurman and Ray Fiennes. I am really excited because I've never seen this movie. So Why did it take us so long to get to here? <laughs> well, it's Geek Out Loud. We've, Sean Connery's in it. We spent a lot of time talking Star Wars. Peace out, folks. <laughs> we had that. <laughs> Good show. Flawless, and you cut the music. <laughs> is that how we? Is this? How, this is how we end. <laughs> we see you guys later. One. <laughs> it's like you just shut it off. We're out of here. We're done with this. I just kicked the chair. Attention, everyone. This is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn on your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome to Rock Out Loud. We are the podcast your mama warned you about. That's who we are. We show up in the leather and the chains with, like, spiked dog collars around our wrists or necks. We got our hair pierced and all this good stuff. So. <laughs> our hair pierced? Yeah, it's, it's a new, it's a punk thing. So, okay, I'll get on that. There you go. Uh, my name's Steve Glosson, and along with me is always the rocker chick to end all rocker chicks. Ladies and gentlemen, she knows all there is to know about rock and roll. 
Kristen from Jersey. What up, guys? I basically look like Nikki Six in looks that kill at all times. I don't. Uh, in is that a song or a movie? It's a song. You said that we're all like rocked out in leather and lace and studs. Come on, man. I'll send it to you. <laughs> there was there was a movie. I cannot think of what it is, but it's this. Maybe. Uh, oh my gosh! It's Star Trek Four. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Trek 4 when Kirk and Spock are on the bus and there's a dude sitting there like jamming out to some punk music and he's got like the just the ridiculously tall like mohawk as I remember it and he's like yes. hey and Kirk's like hey could you turn that down and he just looks at him and cranks it up even louder and Spock Vulcan neck pinches him and gets uh gets applause from everybody so that's just not nice. That's not teaching people good things to do. That's not a life lesson. No, it's not. It's, uh, it's um, well, I, I don't know. It, well, the guy wouldn't turn his music down. <laughs> if you ever did that to me, I would hit you. <laughs> well, I don't know. that. Does the Vulcan neck pinch actually work? Is that a thing that happens? Is that a real thing? I don't know. It's I've never had anyone try and do that on me, so <laughs> I cannot speak from experience. Well, there you go. Hey, listen, Kristen, we got our iTunes feed. Yeah, we did. We're like rock stars. <laughs> it took several emails and some curt wording and that sort of thing, but um, finally, finally got our got our own very own dedicated iTunes feed for Rock Out Loud. Please head over that way, subscribe to the podcast, rate us, review us, let people know about Rock Out Loud. If you don't care about the rest of the Goaliverse, you don't really necessarily into all the geek stuff or the um, the Disney stuff or the wrestling stuff or the quizzing stuff, you can go straight to Just Rock Out Loud. And uh, I'm stoked. It's there. It looks great. The logo's there. Our names are there. All of our episodes are there. I'm excited about it. We're like a legit podcast. Like, it's no longer like a baby. It's now like, you know, a five-year-old. It's all grown up. And it's kind of frustrating because, like, with Disney Vault Talk, two days, boom, done. They're like, oh, Disney? But you, I guess you walk in, you're like, rock out loud. They're like, hmm. Like, yeah, what? No. Yeah. What, are you guys, what do you guys, what do you mean rock out loud? Are you guys going to, like, tear stuff up? Are you all into anarchy and everything? Yes. What, you know, is this going to be a ballroom blitz? What's happening here? Let's be honest. And I'm like, guys, we're nice people just like you. We just like to throw up the devil horns and bang our heads. Yeah, we just, you know, we like to rock out and we like to have confetti and glitter sprayed on us. And we just, we like to have fun, guys. Don't rain on our parade. Basically, this was the thrust of my email to iTunes. I was like, dear iTunes, <laughs> bang your head. Metal health will drive you mad. <laughs> Sincerely, rock out loud. <laughs> and they're like, we don't want to be driven mad. We don't, we don't like mm -mm, you. Mm -mm. And then so I was like, come on, guys, feel the noise. Girls, rock your boys sincerely rock out loud and like well you know, we don't really know um and i was like well fine 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 <laughs> see ya just tell me what to do yeah just tell me what i gotta do just tell me just tell me what i gotta do um and and i told him i'm like look we've covered all of our copyright bases we're pointing people to the ways to legally download this no one can rip any songs from us they're not going to be able to get full songs it's not something where people can pirate music we're pointing people to good music with good times so bring it and uh, they're there now so head over to itunes subscribe to the podcast feed rate us review us let people know about rock out loud so we can just um 
so we can have a good mosh pit going or something like that. I'm down. I've been in a few of those. They're horrible. But yeah, I was going to say, I'm not a big fan of mosh pits. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I'm, not either, I'm either on the barricade or I'm as far back as humanly possible. <laughs> um, really quickly, this just caught my eye in the chat. Uh, Brian Johnson, Kristen, says ACDC's new album is finished. Which is pretty cool. Wow. When is that going to be released? I don't know. I hope. Here's my thing. I hope they tour. Like, I know Malcolm's sick, but I know that they've toyed around with the idea of still touring and he is as far as i know he's okay with them touring so i would like to see acdc before it's all said and done <laughs> well um they sell out so fast though yes well of course they do um <laughs> it's they, like trying to get a springsteen ticket it's almost impossible uh brian uh brian johnson is going to receive his honorary degree from um, the University of Northumbria in Newcastle. How about that? I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want uh, an honorary degree. Let's come on. Hey, Maybe it, if we get big enough, we can. In other in other rock news, um, I was the, uh, either this week or last week. Uh, Slash and Miles Kennedy's new album uh, went up for pre order. I I did. I pre ordered it. So. <laughs> I don't know. I thought they just like had a new album come out. They did. Apoco I guess not. Uh, their their album Apocalyptic Love came out uh, a year and a half, two years ago. Okay, wow. So they're cranking them out really fast. Yeah, yeah. By today's standards, they sure are. Yeah. <laughs> but not fast enough for me. I was gonna say you could have them do a new album like every two weeks. You like give me more. That's right. That's right. So. And it was funny because I was talking to my uncle and I was like, "Yeah, you know, Steve always brings up Slash and Miles Kennedy, does, and he's like, "Oh my god, but they're so good." Yes. And he's like, "I don't know." He's like, "Kristen, you like, I don't know why you don't think Miles Kennedy's so great in Slash. Like, let's not even talk about it. Like, it's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, it's totally a guy thing. Must be because I am like so down with them. It's it's amazing. Um. Hey, we want to say thanks to everyone who's supporting Rock Out Loud and the Goliverse through Patreon. Uh, we the 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 I haven't re we hadn't done a show since the marathon, Kristen. No, we haven't. Congrats on all the Patreon stuff. I mean, congrats to you as well. It was a good day, and uh, I think all the shows were were pretty solid for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think our I think Rock Out Loud was so much fun just walking through hysteria. Oh, it set my day up for just happiness all day. <laughs> it was a good, good time. And, you know, we had, uh, I think the most we had in the chat that day was like 70-something people, and it never dropped below 50. And, yeah. Uh, oh, so cool. Yes. It was a good time. Great time. And People turned out for it. Yes. It was, I'm saying it was amazing. It was just, I was blown away. So, and I just want to thank everyone who's gone over to patreon.com slash geekoutloud uh, supported us and uh, dropped a dollar or two here or there. It really means a lot. And um, if you uh, supported us in the month of June, there at the tail end of June, uh, you have your your superpowers are up on the Geek Out Loud Wall of Fame over at geekoutonline.com and or the Goaliverse Wall of Fame, I should say. And uh, for those of you who donated the five dollar level or more, the exclusive podcast has gone out, for which I apologize. Uh, it, we we lost some support over the past week, and so I assume that's because directly related to uh, the exclusive podcast. It's going to get better. I mean, you got to anytime you get these new podcasts going, you got to find your footing, and so that'll happen. 
And um, for those of you who did $15 or more t-shirts are, I'm still waiting to get everyone's sizes in so we can get an order going and uh, they'll be printed up and sent out to you ASAP. So everything's Yeah, I got happening. my shirt size in. <laughs> yes, you did. Just today. Yep. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. So, um, but no, we really appreciate everyone who's supporting the Goloverse through Patreon and I uh, can't say it enough. Thank you so, so much. Um, we've got some emails to get to, Kristen. Yeah, buddy. So let's get to it. Uh, this is Raj from the UK, normally in the HK now, or he was in Bali. I don't know where he is now. He's the world traveler, Raj. The world traveler of the Goloverse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, as, you, as you know, I'm in Bali at the moment and have taken a day to rent a car and driver to explore the island, visiting temples. He visited monkey temple, a monkey temple, uh, rice fields and coffee fields, looking out for the elephant poop coffee. My driver, Eddie, has kindly provided a CD for the ride, and I wanted to know your thoughts as a Balinese road trip mix. Uh, the final countdown. Love. Uh, Red Heart Chili Peppers, Californication. It's okay. Yeah, I'm not a big, I'm not a big Chili Peppers fan. I'm not either, especially since they have this feud with Def Leppard, so we obviously know what side I Oh, think. I'm sorry, they're feuding with Def Leppard? Yeah, it was like back in the 90s, and I'm not even like 100% sure what it's about. But they have beef, and sorry, you're never going to win. You're you're never going to get me to really be on your side if you're fighting with Def Leppard. Indeed. Uh, Guns and Roses knocking on Heaven's Door. Totally acceptable by me. Uh, Cats in the Cradle? Not sure which version. That's, hmm. that's odd. <laughs> that's a, I don't know if that's a road trip song. And yeah, the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. And even Mr. Big's version is basically the exact same way. Like, it's yeah. not fast or anything. Uh, Sting and the Police, Every Step You Take. I know how you feel about Sting and the Police. Yeah, no. Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. That's a good one. Uh, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. I can see that on a road trip. Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer, of course. Uh, Absolutely. Me Metallica, Inner Sandman. Off to Never Never Land. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Mm, played out. No. Uh, Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody, of course. Absolutely. Goo Goo Dolls, Iris. Wow, this guy. Oh, Eddie, the driver has has some has has some really shifting taste in the old CDs thing. And I don't want the world to see me. It's Iris. Isn't that Iris? So, yeah, that's Iris. Okay. Good. I posted that video on our Facebook the other day. Uh, this is one that Kristen uh, approves as a driving song. Don't look back in anger by Oasis. Yeah, buddy. Stamp of approval. Uh, Coldplay, The Scientist. How, yeah. do you, how do you feel about Coldplay? I don't like Coldplay. Okay. Come up and see me. Uh, Green Day, Basket Case. And Aerosmith, Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Right, was Eddie hitting on you, Raj? Is that what was <laughs> happening here? There's some love songs happening. <laughs> he says, and then repeat. I think this list, uh, this playlist should be role approved. And this has inspired me to ask... What are your top picks for awesome guitar riffs, especially opening riffs? Those moments where the guitarist just gets to go nuts. Here are his click. Here are his picks. Um, smells like Teen Spirit. We, you know, we both have our feelings about Nirvana. Highway to Hell. That's a good one. Back in Black. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thunderstruck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Jungle. Money for Nothing. That is a fun little riff that opens up Money for Nothing. Uh, Black or White by Michael Jackson. Double points for Slash's version. 
Uh, smoke, yep. smoke on the water by Deep Purple, and he says, and many, many more. <laughs> uh, right off the top of your head, great guitar riffs. Um, well, I have three mm-hmm. um, that are they're all kind of all over the place, but I think I think of Walk by Pantera. Mm-hmm. I think of Scream by Avenged Sevenfold, and I think of Holding My Own by The Darkness. Mm. Um, I mean. I, my problem is when people ask me this question, if they start giving me suggestions, I can't get away from those. So, like, I'm hearing the highway to hell and the back and black and the thunderstruck in my head. Um, it's not really a guitar riff, but I absolutely love the opening to Paradise City. Yep. Um, even though there is some guitar riff in there uh, by by the great Slash. You know, he's great. Let's not let's not make any bones about it. Slash is amazing. Nope. Um, and uh, and so I do dig that. I gosh, I, I I dig some of the classic guitarists. You know, there's um, there's one of the songs that I didn't get put on here that um, the, and I don't know why I ended up leaving it out of my final choice. But uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan is such a great guitarist, mm-hmm. and um, and so there's so much that he does that's just jam freaking up. Of course, Eric Clapton. Um, you know, just any of the greats. I just love listening to them just go to town. I really do. So, uh, are you a guitar guy? Am I a guitar guy? Yeah. Like, is that what, like, if someone has a good guitar sound in a song, are you going to be like, yeah, I really dig that? I, yeah, for a lot, a lot of times I am. I, not that I can play the guitar, but I just, I dig a good guitar solo, a good guitar riff. Um, but I'm also very much, if uh, anything, any, you know what I am? I'm a sucker for a good solo by any instrument. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just do a 20 minute solo, no big deal. Yeah, there are some songs where the drums just capture me and carry me on through the song. Uh, I've talked at length, I think, about on several songs about bass lines that I completely dig in songs. <laughs> so you know, it's but yeah, I definitely what because my thing is there's something about a good guitarist when they just start, you know, for lack of a better word, picking away. You just feel it, you know, and and that's what and and from the beginning, that's what I've said about music. I like music that I can feel, you know. I like music that's fun for me, and I like music that I can feel. So, anyway, good times. <laughs> our good friend Yitzi chimes in. He says, "Hey guys, Yitzi from the infamous Zoo Crew here. I have a problem, and I need your help solving." He talked a little bit about this on the call-in show the other night. He said. Both of you. So at my office, we have music playing all day via Pandora, and at the beginning of each day, we go around the office and we make a contribution slash suggestion for the day's list. Now, I'm not very musically knowledgeable, though I'm learning a lot thanks to the best show ever, i.e. you guys. Oh, thanks, Jitsi. So I humbly ask for the best music minds slash podcasters I know. I need a list of artists or bands to slowly put in there that will not get me ridiculed and hated by all. And this is from Yitzi. Well... I, I too listen to Pandora a lot at work. Um, it, oh, okay, so I'm just going to give you some really good ones, and then if they are not work appropriate or if you can't listen to something like that, that's fine. <laughs> but um, Money Talks Radio by ACDC is mm. phenomenal, and you get a lot, a lot, a lot of classics. Yes. Um, 
There's also, um, there's a station like Summer Hits of the 80s, which gives you, you know, it has like, you know, Bon Jovi and Journey, but then it'll also throw in like Duran Duran and more, more poppy stuff like that. So if you can't listen to like hard rock all the time. Um, and then there's also like Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. That radio station's really good because that gives you more like 90s alt, but then um, it'll give you some classics that they were inspired by. And lastly, White Stripes Radio. Mm. White Stripes Radio gives you, like, everything from, like, modern rock to, like, you know, the Foo Fighters and White Stripes and all that, all the way to, like, you'll get Led Zeppelin, you'll get the Rolling Stones. So that gives a really nice mix, too. Yeah, um, and and I'll be honest with you, depending on, because when you get in an office setting, it's like Chris says, there may be some of these that might not be office approved. Um, You can never go wrong with Stevie Wonder Radio. Now, it's not necessarily the most rocking thing. But what happens with Stevie Wonder Radio, we play this at, at our restaurant a lot, and people just come in and everyone digs it because what you end up getting is a lot of Motown stuff that people know and love. You know, uh, you get a lot of Ray Charles in there, a lot of Stevie Wonder, some Michael Jackson, some Jackson 5, and they'll flow on into the, some 80s with some with some other stuff that people just immediately recognize. Um, Journey Radio is pretty good. It, you know, of course, Journey's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you just throw Journey on there, uh, then then that'll happen. And what that does is that also gets into a lot of your other classic rock. And they'll throw in a, the, it's, it, they'll throw in Bon Jovi and um, some Guns and Roses and whoever else you know uh, that, that you that you kind of associate with Journey. Um, it's kind of funny because one time we put Journey Radio on because my brother thinks he likes Journey. He's the boss at the at the cafe, and um, Motley Crue came up. Nice. And he's like, what is this? Because he hates rock and roll music. And he's like, what is this crap? I'm like, it's Motley Crue. He's like, why is this playing? I'm like, because you put on Journey Radio and you don't yep. know how to work Pandora. So. <laughs> That's the big thing with Pandora, too. Like, if you have access to, like, being able to thumbs up and thumbs down stuff, the more you thumbs up and thumbs down, the better because it'll start to get smarter mm-hmm. and it'll play better stuff or more stuff that's in line with what you want to listen to. Yep. Definitely, definitely. So hope that helps you out, Ritzy. And I always say, throw people a curveball. Just tell them Hanson. Yep. <laughs> Spice Girls Radio. You know, you can do. It's fine. <laughs> if I told you I didn't listen to it at my work, I'd be lying. It's an energizing station. Um. So Gabe Gabe chimes in in the email. He says, "Hey y'all." Hey, Hey. Hey, y'all. I was so excited uh, that you read my email on your Hysteria podcast. You said you wanted to do a covers podcast, and I wanted to give you some of my favorite covers plus their originals. Sorry you didn't like the Eve Six song too much. Well, that's all right. He says, they're an eclectic band, so don't give up on him yet. I would swallow my pride. I would choke on the rise, but the lack thereof would leave me up there. He says, also, Kristen, I know just you and me who absolutely love Meatloaf. Are you familiar with his other works besides the three out of bat, uh, the three Bad Out of Hell CDs? I'm kind of ashamed to say I'm kind of not. It's mostly all Bad Out of Hell stuff that I know and love. Mm-hmm. He says, one song I'd recommend from him is Nowhere Fast, the third track on Bad Attitude. All Amazing right, I'll song. listen to it. Nowhere, nowhere Fast. Uh, I, I'm scared to listen to his suggestion again because I don't want to crush his hopes and dreams. So, but this is meatloaf. Yeah, well, you do the homework and, and come back and let us know how it goes. Oh, I will. He says here's here's a list uh, for the co- uh, for covers plus the original bands that played them. Um, Toto, uh, Andy Andy McKee, Africa. I miss the rain in Africa. Who is Andy McKee, by the way? 
I have no idea who that is. I don't even know that I know that song. You don't know Africa <laughs> by Toto? Um, I'm sure if I heard it, I would, but I know. Um, real quick, uh, let me Google that for you. Andy, <laughs> Andy McKee, born April 4th, 1979 in Topeka, Kansas, is an American fingerstyle guitar player who's released several solo albums and has been the subject of several popular YouTube videos. All right. Well, there you go. Um, YouTube celebrity. YouTube celebrity, Andy McKee. Uh, Africa is, um, gonna take a lot to drag me away from you. You know, no. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> not a not a not a Toto fan, apparently. Apparently not. Um, Tears for Fears. Uh, Everybody wants through the world, as done by Andy McKee. You know what? Let me real quick. Just I want to hear this guy and see uh, see what we think of him because he's got two here. This Andy McKee covering some folks. So I think it's worth I think it's worth a Google. I think it's worth a listen. He's included a YouTube link here. And so I shall click upon it and uh, wait for the Sparkle ad to finish up here. Oh, my and, God. Uh, the ads on YouTube are out of control. This is Andy McKee doing this. And by the way, right now, he's just beating on his guitar with one hand, his strumming hand, and he's literally picking up and down the fret with his other fingers. It's pretty cool. So this guy doesn't sing, he just plays. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I can't believe you don't know Africa by Toto, Kristen. Yeah, no. Well, hey, that's... <laughs> I mean, that it's not... Funny? They're not... You, you can give me homework, Steve. I give you I gave you twenty one homework assignments. I know, uh, I know. You can't really say that they're a rock band, but they got some good harmonies. Okay. It's it's typical eighties fair. Here we go. We're getting derailed in the emails. <laughs> this is not ringing a bell at all for you. No, this rhythm is, but those words that you were saying, none at all. She's coming in twelve thirty flight. The moonlit wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation. I stopped an old man along the way, hoping to find some old forgotten words I'm, or oh. ancient man. I just want to get to the hook for you. <laughs> wow, these guys are really weird looking. This is a weird, weird video. Okay, come on, you gotta know this chorus. So you don't know that song? Nope, I just oh know my. that. That's all okay. I know. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, uh, he goes on. He says, uh. Take Me Home Tonight by Hinder, covering Eddie Money. Really? It's a good original. Yeah. How do you feel about Hinder? Uh, we said it last week. That's I don't right. Like, I don't really like any of those radio rock bands. Didn't Hinder do that song Lips of an Angel that got really played I, out? 
that is Tinder. Yeah, and they did that cover of Bed of Roses that we were told to listen yes, to last week. Yes, yes, like. yes. There you go. I gotta hear it though. I'm listen. <laughs> I love listening to cover songs, bad or good. Right off the bat, it sounds like something that was in the credits of the Ernest Goes to Camp. Alright, I have a confession to make. <clears throat> I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna leave that link up and later on I'll probably listen to it. It'll probably become one of my favorite songs of all time. Are you serious? <clears throat> I mean, I'm right off the bat I'm thinking I don't really like this, but I'll go back and be like, maybe I should give it another chance. This is one of those things I guarantee you that'll grow on me and it'll end up being a guilty pleasure. Blowing my mind, take two. Take me home tonight. It's hard to get better than Eddie Money's original though. <laughs> um J Lo and Ja Rule, the starting line. Yeah. Uh, I'm real. Uh, I love the starting line. I've seen them 500 million times. Okay. I, I'm not familiar <laughs> with this song. I'm real by the starting line. He's got a really whiny voice, Steve. I don't know if you'll like it. Ooh. And, like, uh, real whiny. And J-Lo and Ja Rule covered it. No, the starting line covered Ja Rule. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are they... I, you know what? I'm kind of all for rap, uh, rock bands covering rap bands. Oh, this is a good one. Johnny Cash Hurt, uh, originally done by Nine Inch Nails. Can I make a confession? Yes. I don't know why everyone is so obsessed with that version of that song. Hmm. You really? You don't like it? It's not that I don't like it, but it's it's like, oh, well, it's, you know, the best covered song, or it's like the number two best cover song of all time. And I'm like, mm. is it really, though? Like, why? I, I just don't get why everyone well, loves it. Unless I think, it's because it's his last song. I think it's I think it's that it's Johnny Cash. I think that you really kind of feel Johnny Cash's hurt in that. I, I mean, like, it's weird. That song kind of a lot of tells his story from back in the, you know, if you ever watch Walk the Line. Um, Johnny, I think I think that a lot of people, you know, in in modern days, if you will, <laughs> in, in the modern times, I think a lot of people underestimated just how big a deal Johnny Cash still was. Yeah. And when that hit big, I think that um, a lot of people loved it. But it's, you know, he says this. He says, here's one of those covers that's actually not only much better, but more heartfelt than the original. He said, that's not a slide at Nine Inch Nails. It's a compliment towards Johnny. It, I think that's the key. I think when you listen to the original, when you listen to Nine Inch Nails, that's a, it's a Nine Inch Nails song. Um, but when Johnny Cash does it, you really kind of get the heartfelt attitude that he's he's coming out with. Um, Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm, originally done by Michael Jackson. It's a great fun parody, cover tribute to the King of Pop. I agree. Uh, Given to Me by Three Days Grace, cover of Michael Jackson again. The cover's not actually groundbreaking, but wanted to include this. I had no idea it was originally Michael Jackson. It just sounded like a Three Days Grace song. <laughs> we were just talking about that. <laughs> and then, um, last but not least, Blue Monday uh, by Orgy, uh, originally done by New Order, I guess. No, yep. I'm sorry, originally done by New Order, yeah, and Orgy yep. covered it. I think this song illustrates everything a cover should be. Pay homage to the original, why not copying it outright? And I think Orgy's version is a great deal better than New Order. I Gotta say I'm really uncomfortable with how many times I've said Orgy in the past <laughs> sentence or two. So there's my list. I hope you do... <laughs> says, I hope you do the podcast on covers, and I hope I've introduced you some new stuff. Also, if you want to listen to my stuff, look up Gabe Vermont on iTunes. Wait a minute. 
Gabe's in the... Is he an artist? Apparently. My Lanta. Well, guess what Steve's doing right now? Gabe, you're about to be outed on Rock Out Loud. <laughs> hope, you, hope you're good. Hope you're ready for it. Wait, what is going on? Wait, stop. Stop. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Gabe Vermont. Let me Google that for you. Have I met this guy? All of a sudden, this name sounds familiar. Suddenly, I'm like, I know him. <laughs> I know him. I know him. I know. Santa's coming! <laughs> I know him. <laughs> wow, iTunes is being ridiculously stupid right now. I know. My email was, too. Um, so that's Gabe Vermont. As iTunes catches up to us, we'll we'll give a we'll give a taste. Brian Beatty chimes in. Hysteria and other stuff. He says, Hey Steven, Kristen. I got to hear the very end of your hysteria episode live last Saturday, but I downloaded it and called up later this week. Great show as usual. Thank you. Thanks. Your passion for the songs and artists you feature always make roll a good listen, even when I don't necessarily agree with a particular selection. But Steve, if it means anything to you well, I'm not gonna get there. That's that's in parentheses, that's not to read. Um <laughs> Anyway, I'm about the same age as Steve, but my parents must not have been quite as strict because I remember having Hysteria on cassette tape when it originally came out. I never picked it up on CD, though. It's a shame their catalog isn't downloadable, but I wondered what you thought of the re-recordings they did release to coincide with Rock of Ages movie. I read an excerpt, uh, an excerpt from an AP article where Joe Elliott talks about how much they tried to get them close to the original versions, even likening them to forged passports from the great escape which i thought was a great grab even if it did date him a bit i like them i mean like he said they are very 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 close i mean you could hear like the difference in the vocals here and there but they they did good i liked it yes um i've heard a little bit of it i hadn't heard all of it um i've heard a, i've heard a track here or there but it's good, you know, there's just something about the originals. It, it, it is like a really good forged passport, I guess, from The Great Escape. Yep. <laughs> uh, he goes on, he says, P.S., you guys share a lot of similar musical tastes, but I think a good idea for a show would be both of you to pick out a band that the other is not a fan of and pick a, a selection of songs and try to persuade the other of their worthiness. I'm sure Kristen has some cool bands up her sleeve, and I have to suggest Zeppelin for Steve, if only because that's probably the closest thing to a Zeppelin show we'll hear. Well, here's the thing about that, and Kristen, you can disagree with him if you want to. Um, I feel like once someone has really kind of solidified an opinion about something for whatever reason, that it's hard to get them to turn on an opinion. And, yes. you know, and I never want this to turn into like a point counterpoint, let's argue it out kind of thing. Even though it could be fun, but because I know your feelings on Zeppelin, I wouldn't bring Zeppelin to the table. I'd try to bring something a little more obscure. Yeah. You know, um, and like, like I know we've said, like, you know, you can do like I totally am fine with you doing a Zeppelin podcast because I know we got a lot of people that are like Zeppelin. Like, how does Kristen not like them? Like, well, I, I tell you, it. I want to get Jimmy Mack from Rebel Force Radio to do that with me because he uh, is is a huge Zeppelin fan, and um, and I think it'd be fun to do that with him if we can ever work out the time. And if you want to sit in, of course, you could sit in and bash us for being idiots and loving Zeppelin, but. Well, there yeah. are some Zeppelin songs I like, and by some, I kind of mean just when the levee breaks. But. Oh, mm, mm, <laughs> mm. The intro, though. <laughs> uh, I love that song. <laughs> so thanks, Brian. All right, uh, we found Gabe. I found Gabe on um, on on the uh, on the iTunes. Oh wow, Dane Cook is on here. He's related to to the, uh, in the related thing. Uh, 
What Is This Life About? Gabe Vermond by, uh, it's his album debut. Let's give it a listen. From the heart of a soldier, wings of an angel, to lips of a goddess, and everything that I can tell, I'm distressed and lonely with one friend only. What is this life about? What controls me? But I can't find the gift in my heart, the quality that sets me apart. Songwriters with many fans And millions of groups and millions of fans In this cycle I cannot see Any exit strategy I want to compliment Gabe on the, uh, on the old uh, production value there. That's some good stuff going on. Yeah, it's a, rock, it's a rocker. I like it. I... It reminds me of, um, his voice reminds me of um, the singer of Our Lady of Peace. Our Lady Peace, yeah. Yeah, he sa- that's, what, that's what he sounds like, which is a compliment. Uh, here's Corruption. I hear you, Gabe Vermont. Check out Gabe Vermont on iTunes. It's called his album's called Debut, and uh, support a support a supporter, guys. Just going to put that out there for everybody. Support a supporter. Build a community. Build a community. Help old Gabe out. Support a supporter. And Gabe, I just you know, I mean, you're so creative and everything, all doing music and everything. I just wondered why I've never gotten a song for any of these shows from you. I mean, come on, man. You know, we're always trying to figure out how we're going to do intros and stuff. Come on. <laughs> You're really great, but now I'm going to call you out. That's right. That's right. Uh, Justin Wiseman literally just uh, emailed us about an hour ago. Yeah. He says, uh, hey there, Stephen Kristen. Justin here. I really enjoyed your road trip song show, and I'm creating a playlist for when I drive down with the family to Florida in a few weeks. Be careful with that, Justin. We all know what happens in Florida. Crazy (laughs) stuff. I wanted to ask you for a follow-up to that, though. Best beach songs and best summertime songs. You don't need to give me a full list right now, but I think but think about the top five songs each you guys would listen to while on the beach. Your insight will be appreciated. Um, Kristen, do you have any that just jumped to mind? I, I, you know, I know it takes... It, I have to sit and think about this stuff. I can't really pull anything uh, to mind specifically right off the bat. What about you? Um, well, when I, I have a playlist for when I go walking on the beach mm-hmm. and songs on there include Smooth by Rob Thomas and Santana, Miss Atomic Bomb by The Killers, um, and Champagne Supernova by Oasis. Uh, champagne Supernova. Yeah, um, I, I tell you, for me, the beach means 80s music. Of course, I guess everything means 80s music. <laughs> I know. Let's do it. Our entire lives are 80s music, Steve. Uh, and I mean like 80s pop music on the beach, to be honest with you. Because to me, um, I don't, there's, it's weird. Let me, I mean, kid, I, I get, I feel like sometimes I get way too open and honest on these podcast things. But to me, there's something comforting about 80s pop music. Okay. It just takes me back to a simpler time, I guess, in my life. Maybe not necessarily in, in history, but definitely in my life. And I just, you know, so when I'm at the beach, it's just to me any '80s pop music is relaxing. Whether it's Michael Jackson, Billy Ocean, um, even Madonna, 
you name it, you know, gosh, lover boy, uh, <laughs> any of those guys do what journey journey. Definitely. Uh, the footloose soundtrack, any of that stuff. I just, that's beach music to me. Um, and maybe sometimes what I call oldies, which is the old Motown, you know, 50s, 60s kind of music. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of cliche, but I don't really listen to the Beach Boys on the beach. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's predictable. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't want to be predictable. No, no. A really good, um, like, if you just wanted to put, like, a movie soundtrack, like, speaking of, like, 50s, 60s, like, this is more, like, 60s, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Pirate Radio soundtrack is really, really good. And is very like, you know, fun times like '60s rock. Like it's it's a really good soundtrack, and it's like 20 songs on the soundtrack. So that's a good one to listen to too. Hmm. Uh, Dylan McManus writes in. He is he's kind of like the third member of the show with with his commentary on our shows. He um, is. He's like our sidekick. <laughs> Dylan, you should start a podcast where you review our podcast and just kind of. Oh my talk god! About- yes. <laughs> It'd be meta. Um. Do a YouTube channel, YouTube review. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be fun. He says, I just got off the treadmill and finished up the Power Ballads episode of Rock Out Loud. Here are my alternate choices. He's got alternate choices for us this time, Chris. Uh-oh, come at me, Dylan. Uh, Living in Sin by Bon Jovi. He said, I would have went with I'll Be There For You by Bon Jovi. I've always treasured that song. There's a version I'm searching for that features Richie Sambora singing the song, and it was on that documentary they did a few years back. That, to me, is a definitive version. It's beautiful. When Richie sings that song, oh, tears. And, you know, we talked about I'll Be There For You on our Bon Jovi show because we were walking mainly through Crossroads. Exactly. And it's on there. So, um, Home Sweet Home, alternate choice for me would have been Without You off of Dr. Feelgood. I think it reminds me of middle school and first moving to Arizona. <laughs> me and my girlfriend have tickets for the final tour with Motley Crue and Alice Cooper next week in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. We've both never seen Alice Cooper live. We can't wait. My Alice Cooper power ballad would have been I Never Cry off the Goes to Hell album. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. He'll have fun. Alice Cooper's really good live. He says, She's Gone by Steelheart. I know this, but I don't know how I know this. I found myself singing along, and I didn't know how I knew the lyrics. It's the best thing. (laughs) Uh, Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone by Cinderella. I think I bought the Monster Ballad CD just for this song alone. Originally on the Long Cold Winter album, it was the main reason for purchase. Well, that and Gypsy Road. Oh, so good. Something to Believe in by Poison. Thank you for not playing Every Rose Has Its Thorn. I dig this song. We talked about that on the show, in fact. I dig this song. Very gospel sounding. I've seen Poison twice. Once opening for Kiss and once opening for Motley Crue. At both shows, I got to hear this song. An mm-hmm. alternate choice for me would have been I Won't Forget You. Oh, uh, so good. Look What the Cat Dragged In. That's a more cheesy ballad. But I, I too, love I Won't Forget You. Uh, Heaven and I Saw Red by Warrant. You guys really surprised me with this. I honestly thought of them as the Cherry Pie Band. Your fandom of Warrant intrigues me. I'll give them a listen with open ears. Oh, wow. Yay! Wow, we just stumped Dylan Macca McManus. Claps. Claps for us. (laughs) Still They Ride and Faithfully by Journey. You know, just like Warrant before, I only really know their hits. I really have to get a Greatest Hits collection. This is going to show my age. I remember a time when Journey was cool, then uncool, then cool all over again. You've got to respect them. Yeah, I think that happened to a lot of bands around that same era as Journey, though, that, that came around, is is everything that was cool is now cool again. Yep. And, uh, you know, for various and sundry reasons. Have you ever needed someone so bad in Tonight by Def Leppard? Alternate choice for me would have been I Miss You in a Heartbeat. Oh, 
That's a good oh, one. Good. I love this B side. I remember having this cassette single. What was the A side though? That's what he says. I don't know what the A side was if I miss you in a heartbeat. Just a top ten favorite for me. Starlight by featuring Miles Kennedy by Slash. This was one of my picks. I got to see them do this live for the first time a few years back. Slash and Miles Kennedy rock this gig. That man can sing, and it's like it's no effort coming from him. That's what I said. I purchased this at a merch table right after the show was over. It was a it was that great of a show, and this song stood out for me. Think on this. In 2007, the members of Led Zeppelin auditioned him to be Robert Plant's replacement. There's something there. Um, also, I liked his cameo in Rockstar. Last, yes! last star. Steve, thank you for playing All for Love. I'm trying to find two more singers so I can sing this uh, to sing this with at karaoke. I'll come sing it with you at karaoke. That'd be awesome. Uh, is Brian Adams' Everything I Do a power ballad? I don't think it's a power. I love that song, yes. but I don't think it's a power ballad. It never, I don't know. It never really starts going. Right. I don't know. When he hits that, when he hit, when he crosses that bridge. <laughs> oh, I laugh for you. I cry. Anyhow, uh, Kristen mentioned road songs. If and when, please check out Memory Motel by the Rolling Stones off of Black and Blue or the live version of No Security with Dave Matthews. Both are unique. A great road song. Question to all, what is the first power ballad? What? My power ballad off the top of my head right now is Avenged Sevenfold Seize the Day. Does that count? Sorry I ran so long. Another great show. <laughs> Stay positive and one love. Dylan McManus. I don't understand what he means by the first power ballad. I guess he means like what, who could say they had, what group I guess could say, boom, this is it. This is the first one. That's like a controversy because a lot of people are like, oh, Motley Crue had the first ballad. And then other people are like, no, they didn't. Journey did. Like, who knows who cares they're all great indeed <laughs> they're all great indeed they are great <laughs> Kristen with a willow reference <laughs> it's, it's more like a shoe reference but go. we'll go with it <laughs> that's fine we'll take it we'll take it where we can get them so. <laughs> oh man um all right, well, that's going to be it for the emails. We, we we were talking about what to do, and it actually did come up on the last episode. And uh, and it just kind of stuck in the head. I'm like, well, why don't we just go ahead and do it since we talked about doing it? Today we're talking about cover songs, some of our favorite cover songs. Kristen, tell us what a cover song is for those who may not understand the lingo. Well, a cover song is a song that's done by a band that wasn't the band that originally recorded the song. Yes, and... Um, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. What do you think makes a good cover song? Uh, to me, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't, don't make, you know, um, Enter Sandman an acoustic folk song. Like, don't do that. Do not. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd kind of like to hear that. <laughs> oh my God. I don't like to See, hear I that. Up, I end up hating all of those things. And I'm just like, <laughs> why are you touching this? Like, um, oh my God! I don't know. They're they're a radio rock band. I feel like it's Five Finger Death Punch. They they have been covering every great song, and I'm like, can you just not cover Bad Company? Can you just please not do that anymore? Thanks. Um, I I mean, can't you just see like some little old dude in in like this weird like Renaissance suit, you know, because that's what he's doing, and he's kind of playing a lute and not really a guitar, and he's like, say your prayers, little one. Don't forget my son to include everyone. And just do an inner Sandman in this. It'd be hilarious. Would be no. hilarious. 
I don't think it would be hilarious in a good way. At least for me, I'd be like, oh my god, this is so bad. I think I think that would play for great. I want to do a sketch. If I were on Saturday Night Live, I'd say, let's do a sketch where someone's singing to kids. You know, they're, they're sitting there, and they're like Phoebe on Friends. At that time, she went and sang to the kids. <laughs> and they've got their little guitar, and they're just singing some of like the most the most scary lyrics from songs ever you know with and they're and they're they're doing like exit night exit light in tonight take my hand off the never never land Uh, and he just get up sleep with one eye open gripping your pillow tight everybody and the kids I i think this just needs to be a bit for you like i think you just need to do this Oh, if I could play the guitar, I totally would. I would totally do that. It's worth learning to play the guitar to do this bit. Make so, it happen. Yeah. Well, you know what? I feel like all my bits end up crashing and burning anyway. My voice is still kind of shot from doing uh, a Bad Impressions Theater on Geek Out Loud last night. <laughs> I was going back and forth between a bad impersonation of Yoda and a bad impersonation of the Joker. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of it broke me. So, and I think it broke the podcast. I think that was probably everyone's like, all right, I'm done. Maybe that's why people started pulling funding from Patreon. Who knows? Is there any song to you that's untouchable? Um, like, don't cover this song at all, period. Don't do well, this. Well, here, okay, because I, I used to say Bohemian Rhapsody, and mm-hmm. I almost I almost included this on my list, but pink actually did a really great live version of bohemian rhapsody and like killed it Mm -hmm. so i was like okay but for the most part like like those really really super classic songs don't cover them like i mean def leppard when they did their covers album they purposely didn't do big hits because they were like we don't want to touch those songs we want to do songs that are a little bit more like unknown so that way you know, if we're doing different things to them, we're not ruining history. Mm-hmm. So I feel like don't don't touch the really big songs. I feel like if you're going to do it, you better knock it out of the park. Yep. You know, it, it better be something where you've sat down, you've performed it, you've, you've done it in studio with the rest of the band, and you're like, guys, this is really... And I mean, and not just we like this song, so we did it, but like, this is really good. <laughs> Yeah. And if there are any, you know, members from the original group say, can we play this for you? See what you think? Because I just, you know, to me, I, my thing is I love cover songs. I there, I have this strange fascination when anyone covers anything. I'm like, well, I got to hear that now. Because I just, I'm looking for that moment where it's like, this is really awesome. I can't believe they did this. Because there's a few songs, there are a few cover songs where that happens for me. You know, where I'm like, this is actually amazing yeah. that they did this. And, and there's one that we'll talk about specifically in our list in a minute that, that was that for me. And, um, and I just, you know, I, so, so I listen and, and I do get excited. There's a part of me that gets excited when I see those big hits covered <laughs> because I'm like, oh, please tell me you just made something amazing, even more amazing. And nine times out of 10, they did not. Yeah, seriously. You know, and and you're just kind of let down. But it's it's like um, back in the day when I used to collect baseball cards or whatever, and you'd open a pack just hoping for that particular rookie card, you know, and you're like, oh, I didn't get it. But then you open the next pack and it's there. You're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Best day of my life. 
And, and that's what I feel like when I hear a good cover song of a song that was amazing. Are there any songs you can think of that you thought would be good, but just ended up like, oh my gosh, why did they do this? Um, well, I mean, that Bed of Roses cover last week, like it started off with like, okay, like this could be something. And then it got to the chorus and it was just like, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, make that stop. Um, yeah. Like put, press stop, Steve. You can, yes, you can press indeed. stop now, thanks. <laughs> I recently heard Eddie Vetti. Eddie Vetti. Eddie Vetti. Um, Eddie Vetti. Oh, Eddie Vetti. <laughs> He's uh, a good guy. He is. He's a car salesman down the road. You always see him for a deal. Uh, Eddie Vetter in Pearl Jam cover, uh, cover Let It Go from Frozen. Um, it was rough. Um, Wasn't it like right in the middle of Jeremy? Like it was right in the middle it was, of something. It was, it was toward the tail end of Daughter. Okay, they, yes. They do a lot of freestyling apparently the concerts at the end of Daughter. And understand, I... I kind of, kind of dig Pearl Jam some of their stuff, and so I'm like, well, this is interesting. I have to listen to this. This is, this could be really cool, you know, because they did that, um, uh, not Dead Man's Curve. What song did they do back around 1999 that just blew up? Um, that was a cover song, and it was like a cover song of some oldies shabop song. It wasn't that like where oh where can my baby? Yes, be, was it? It yes, was? Okay. yes, yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, you know, I was kind of impressed with that they did that. I said, this could be neat that they're doing Frozen. And then he did it. I'm like, mm, no. Uh, and I kind of like when bands will cover stuff that's very outside of like, yes. like what? Mm -hmm. Because like I, when I saw Bruce at the Spectrum, the last time he played the Spectrum, he opened with London Calling, which was so cool. And he's on the thing now where he basically does a cover song of, of whoever is from whatever city. So he just did an ACDC cover when he was in Australia, and it was great. <gasps> I loved it. I'm sorry. Who? Bruce did this? Bruce did Highway to Hell. He opened up with Highway to Hell. You, okay. I demand you a link. Google it. <laughs> I demand a link. <laughs> and now a segment that's crossed over into all the, uh, the, the Gulliver shows. Let me Google that for you. <laughs> Uh, I would have dropped dead because I've been saying like I just want Springsteen to open up with the boys are back in town mm -hmm. like forever if he would open up with like an ACDC song I would drop dead um, Perth Arena 8 to 14 yep there it is <laughs> I'm loving this so much right now. <laughs> Good night. just awesome yeah bruce how does he do four hour shows his voice he's gonna kill it one of these days oh my god i mean you can definitely tell like 
you because you were talking about getting greatest hits like if you want to get a greatest hits you should definitely get 75 85 but mm -hmm. you can definitely hear the difference yes between like the live 75 85 stuff to now okay. um it's still great but he he just goes out there and leaves it all out there man uh, alicia's it's amazing the admiral says nope didn't like it so. <sighs> troll <laughs> oh my god You know, this is not your. This is not safe place to hate on Springsteen. Uh, any examples of songs you thought would be horrible but ended up good? Uh, um, I didn't. I didn't know how um, Def Leppard's cover of "Stay with Me" or "Space Oddity" would work out, mm -hmm. and I love love both of them. Um, and the Killers have done a lot of covers too. Like they did a cover of Jenny eight six seven five three zero nine, and I think we're alone now. Like that were great, and I was I wasn't expecting to like them as much as I like them. Are you serious right now? Yeah. Oh, I have to check that out. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just giving you all the little nuggets tonight. <laughs> um, hello. I I, I got to stay out of the chat. I just got completely distracted again by the admiral there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I feel like I should have this Def Leppard um album. This, you said it's called Yeah? Yeah, yeah, exclamation yeah. point. I could have, I thought I had all of their stuff. It came out in 2006, I think. Uh, I think 2006. That's when they toured with Journey. Yes, that was the tour they did with Journey. Let me see here. Like, the big single from that was um, Rock On. Hmm. I'm going to have to find it. I know I've got it. I've got their whole, I thought I had their whole discography. Don't know what happened. Done, done, done. We'll see. <laughs> Don't know what happened there, but we'll find out. So let's move on. Well, let's get into our picks for um for cover songs. Some of these uh are just are songs that I, you know a lot of these are, are songs that I knew were covers, of course. Um, but there are times where I've stumbled across cover songs that I didn't know were cover songs until down the road. In fact, this one I didn't discover was a cover song until uh, last year on the Big Honkin' Show. Mm -hmm. and, and I, I didn't discover it till you told me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was playing it uh, a lot on the Big Honkin Show when we were doing the radio in the mornings and everything. And um, and and this is a version that I'm actually going to play the version that's off the uh, off an EP that was released because they removed a part of this song that I absolutely love uh, when they released it on their track. This is uh, "Hard to Handle," Buck Thompson's favorite song, "Hard to Handle" by the Black Crows. Yeah, so um, I didn't find out this was a cover of an Otis Redding song until then, and then it wasn't until um, sometime more recently, maybe six six months or so ago, whenever we started doing the Big Honkin' Show 
um, on a more regular basis again that I found out that it was an Otis Redding. And then we actually listened one night to the Otis Redding version. And uh, I actually dug, I dug what Otis did. But um, but I love this song by the Black Crows. Always have since it came out in the '90s. I mean, this is one of those songs that just take me back to high school and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, and and then you throw that horn section in there on that. I'm like, what is these? What are these horns on this song? And you find out they they released it originally on just an EP. And uh, and between the time of releasing the EP and the full album, they're like, we don't like the horns, and they took them out. And so it's hard to find that version anymore. But um, I just dig that song. I I love. I love his vocals. Um, I've, I've heard some acoustic stuff with him where he's got a little too much vibrato for me and what he does on some of that stuff, but but I love the dude's vocals. I love their sound, and this is just a song that makes me happy. The song, it, it I don't know, it gives you that vibe of, like, I don't know, backwoods almost. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this is what I'd be listening to, like, if some dudes are jamming around, like, a campfire, but, like, really going hard. <laughs> That's but, a like, jam around a campfire now. Right? It's like, let's do this like there's amps somehow there like they're still plugged in and stuff but like that's what i picture this and because like and then you have the horn so i feel like it's just people jamming out and having a good time yes and then we're all just kind of allowed into that moment we're all allowed around the campfire if you will <laughs> and, and and we all shout at the same time hey little son let me candle because hard to handle <laughs> <laughs> or you know you you totally know the word steve come on <laughs> i do i do <laughs> i love it um hey our next song here kristen's your pick your first pick uh on, on our list tonight and um it's the closest thing we'll ever get to doing a Beatles show yeah you're welcome everybody wake up Beatles fans <laughs> this is uh with a little help from my friends by bon jovi covering the Beatles. uh also made uh, this is what i put in our show notes originally by the beatles but made famous by joe cocker bon jovi little help for my friends you know what i do help me out baby Ladies and gentlemen, what else we need to say about that, huh? Just jamming out. I feel like we're at church with Bon Jovi. At church with Bon Jovi. <laughs> like we're doing. We got like you know the um they're they're together. They're singing. It's amazing. The harmonies. Oh, this this version is just it's incredible. It's so good. 
And well, the lyrics are very good, but you know they're Beatles lyrics. Well, you know. and and they're definitely doing them in the, but they're doing the song in the style of Joe Cocker, not yes. the Beatles, because the Beatles song that song. I'm sorry, I know we've got a lot of Beatles lovers out there. It's just not good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Sorry, and, guys. <laughs> so, but Joe Cocker is one of those, you know, not to get off, not to not to get off the Bon Jovi thing, but Joe Cocker is one of those guys that his voice and and the and the soul that he puts into everything he sings. Mm-hmm. is just it's it, you're just like how does this guy have anything after he records a song much less does a concert or anything like that and um and he did that with this particular song and uh, gosh and bon jovi i'm sorry bon jovi's amazing so come on <laughs> come on it's bon jovi. it just works and it's funny too because this is like this is the keep the faith error so this is you know after all the hair had been cut and it wasn't necessarily the most popular thing but like this is like that bed of roses amazing era yes and just his vocals are so clean and then he just like like later on in this version of this song like he hits a high note man and i just i get goosebumps every time i was gonna i was gonna say i because i haven't had a chance to listen to the whole thing and um i was gonna say i bet later on the song he just busts loose doesn't he he does and and richie and david harmonizing with with that oh my it's like it's it gives me goosebumps every time i've listened to it i've i've known about the song basically since this came out because i had i had it recorded on a vhs thanks to my aunt <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the old aunt that comes through all the time yep angie she's she's my girl she's my wing girl i hear you um all right moving along here in the old list that's a terrible seg oh, i'm sorry segue for that uh moving <laughs> along um this is someone we've talked about but we've never featured any song by him on the show until now uh, it's a guy who's got a very classic rock feel about everything he does. It's American Woman, uh, a cover of the Guess Who song by Lenny Kravitz. Like I said, Lenny Kravitz has always had a really, um, a really classic rock feel to what you know to, to his to his vocals to the to his style of music that I've always dug, and uh, and this song was just a perfect song for him to cover. It just starts out in your face, and that's what I love about this. You've got that that rumbly bass drum underneath everything that just keeps driving this thing along. As we talked about earlier, you know, there's some songs for me the drums drive. But also just the guitar work on this song, I absolutely love. I I think Lenny Kravitz is really talented. I'm not I can't claim to be like this super fan of Kravitz, but I can say that all of the stuff, all of his radio hits and everything, uh, I just always dug and I and I don't know why I haven't dug deeper into some of his uh some of his music and everything, but um, this is one of those songs that I just it's it to me it's one of those jam out with the windows down 
rolling around. American woman! You know, that kind of thing. This is a great summer beach song, too, because it's, yes. it's, it's a cover song. Like, everyone knows it. It's like a feel-good, upbeat song. And, like, I mean, Dylan said in the chat, like, I feel like Lenny Kravitz just, like, kind of has a swagger in, like, all of his songs. Or at least, like, again, like, a lot of, like, all of his radio hits. Like, he has that, like, classic rock swagger. Yes. Where it's just like, yeah, this guy, he's so cool. Like, I want to hang out with him. I feel like all the best songs are like, no, I want to party with that guy. Yes, I'm not and cool enough to hang out he with gets. him. Yeah, I'm not cool enough to hang out with him. That's what I know for a fact. Oh, I totally think you're cool enough to hang out with him. Come on. Well, I appreciate <laughs> that. That's, that's so nice of you. But, uh... <laughs> But I, I totally, I dig that song. Uh, this is one that I didn't know existed, this next one by you. Um, it's off, a deep cut. <laughs> off of an album that I didn't know existed anywhere in the world. Uh, the, it, this album was apparently one of those we're raising money for some cause kind of albums. Yeah. Where a bunch of people did a bunch of different covers. And this is Bon Jovi again covering Thin Lizzy's The Boys Are Back in Town. Boys are back. The boys are back in town. I like this, Kristen, because they're not trying, like you said earlier, they're not trying to reinvent the wheel. Uh, They're just, it's just them doing this song. And let's face it, we, you and I both know we love John Bon Jovi's vocals. We love Richie Sambora's guitars. We love the group Bon Jovi. And uh, this is a great song. I think you actually included this song on a, uh, on a list back. Was this one of your traveling songs? No. Was this one of my traveling songs? No, well, the boys are back in town. Was right. That's what I'm saying. The thin lazy yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I love this. Like, oh, this is this is such a summer song. And I mean, I said it to, to you definitely. Where I was like, I feel like Thin Lizzy and ACDC are the ultimate bar bands. Like, they're bands that I would want to listen to if I'm just out having a drink at a bar. Mm-hmm. Like, they just have that. You know, they're so great and they're so talented, but they have that. Just like, yep, this is this is like close to home music. I love this. And like. I said earlier, don't don't do the big songs, but this is a case where it's like you did the song exactly how it was originally done. Like you don't you don't sometimes you don't need to do all the crazy bells and whistles. Just jam out on it, keep it the way it is, and it'll be great. Yes, yeah. This is uh the the uh Dylan has the uh has the say the name of the CD in the chat. He says Stairway to Heaven, Highway to Hell is the name of the album. Uh, yep. And he says he still has a CD. So, um. But yeah, it's I again. It's like you said; they're not reinventing the wheel. It's Bon Jovi for crying out loud. It's great stuff. Um, 
it's it's one I'm glad. It's eighties Bon Jovi. Yes, definitely, definitely. So, all right, um, moving moving right along, as Kermit would say. <clears throat> um, this is one that I don't know who this is. Uh, I was telling Kristen before we got going. This is one that I got back in the old LimeWire days, and <laughs> every time I downloaded it, someone said it was a different artist. And so I don't know who this is, but it's a cover of "Ramble On." Uh, by Zeppelin, and I absolutely dig it. Leaves are falling all around It's time I was going my way Thanks to you, I'm much obliged Such a pleasant state But now it's time for me to go More lights in my way First off, this is one of my favorite Zeppelin songs, period. And um, I'm finding out in the chat, Chris, and this is Train, is what Dylan McManus is saying. It's looking like it. I, I feel like Dylan should just replace me on Rock Out Loud. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's going to come on. we got to get Dylan on one day. <laughs> uh, there's a YouTube link uh, to this in the old chat. It's from VH1. Dylan yeah. says, "Let me t- th- knowing that it's Train, it impresses me that much more because this is not when he hits that chorus. This is not his. Um, this is not his general voice. I mean, he's just he's belting it out. Yeah, this isn't Hey Soul Sister. <laughs> so no, <laughs> that's right. Hey Soul Sister, I like you know I like Train. I don't know how you feel about Train. I like Train. I like their lyrics." And a lot of yeah. their stuff. Um, and I I remember them from back in the day, back in the 90s, um, just driving around in Virginia when I lived in Virginia. Uh, early on, their first hit was a song called Free. Mm-hmm. And I just always jammed out that song. And so uh, Ramble On by Train, though, uh, is, is my pick, is my next pick here. Because, like I say, now knowing it's Train especially, because he really does belt it out. It's got this cool acoustic sound to it, you know. You never really catch that that baseline like you do in the original, but um, but it's a it's a really well produced, cool acoustic version of the song that I just dig. Yeah, it's it gives off that vibe of like you know they were like, all right, what are we gonna play? And someone was like, let's do ramble on, and they just went went ahead and just started vibing on it. Yes, and doing. yes, definitely. Like, it doesn't sound like you know there's straining there. Like there's like oh yeah, well we're gonna we're gonna try and you know do it. We're not, we're gonna try and sound like Robert Plant because you're never gonna sound like Robert Plant. No. But 
no, that get that gets a good seal of approval mm-hmm. from from me, even right. though it's you know a Zeppelin song. I hear you. Well, good, good. Well, I know someone else who gets a good seal of approval for you. How's that for a segue? Uh, anytime we have any list at all like this, we've got to include the boss. So of course, here he is. This is Jersey Girl, originally by um, Tom Waits, and uh, it's uh, Bruce Springsteen doing Jersey Girl. Here's how you know I'm getting into a song, Kristen. <laughs> when I kind of forget I'm doing a podcast and I need to fade it on out. <laughs> like, oh, whoops, wait a minute. <laughs> I under- down. Look, I understand he's doing this song live and he's doing it uh, in Jersey. I, under- I get all that. But I'm just like, everyone stop cheering. I want to hear the man sing, for love of God. Oh, I'm no, feeling this. I love the crowd. I know, but I'm just saying, I- I'm like... I'm feeling. I feel that song so much, Kristen. Tell us about it. Oh, okay. So there's two things that I want to say about this song. One is that I feel like this version of this song perfectly sums up a summer at the Jersey Shore on the boardwalk. Mm. Like this is this is just what you would be listening to. Like you have that you know that like fresh romance, and you're you know you're walking down the boardwalk, and the breeze is going. Like this song perfectly encapsulates that. Also. I, 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 no bones about it. I have seen Bruce 22 times and <laughs> I never thought that I would see this song live because I basically refuse to see him in New Jersey. I go to Philly shows and any Bruce fan knows Philly gets the best shows, but we're not here to debate that. And he never, ever plays Jersey Girl when he's not in New Jersey. And the, my whole thing is it's like, Across the river to the Jersey side. Guess what? Philly, you got the bridge. You got to drive over to Jersey. So last time I see Bruce at Citizens Bank Park, and we were on the floor, and Bruce does this thing where he lets people bring signs and, like, requests and all that sort of stuff. 
And someone had a sign. They were up in the front row and it said, today is me and my wife's anniversary. Um, it's been 22 years and Jersey Girl was our wedding song. And he pulled the sign and he, when he originally did the request, he was like, we're not, we're not there. Like, we're not in the right place. I can't do it. Like, I can't do it here. And then, then towards the end of the show, he pulled that sign back out and he was like, you know what? We're going to do it. And I... I don't think I had vocal cords at that point. <laughs> I really blew them out then because I was literally grabbing onto my aunt and shaking her like, we're going to get Jersey Girl. I'm like dying, absolutely drop dead dying. It was incredible. It was such a moment. And to answer Dylan in the chat, I was not at the Philly Elvis show. I was at the show the night after that. <laughs> well, that's cool. That is, uh, that is a, that is so cool that, um, cause I'm not a big concert goer, you know? And so I don't have the experience of, Oh, I hope they do this song. Um, I, I guess the most excited I've been over a song at a concert is when I was, I went to see the bare naked ladies <laughs> and, uh, they're great live by the way. They're hilarious. Okay. And, um, and you know, they were taking a break, left the stage and, and they have a dude that plays upright bass. And so he comes out and he's kind of doing an upright bass solo and, um, <clears throat> I don't mean to walk all over the Bruce Springsteen love, by the way. Um, and, uh, you know, and slowly but surely, you know, the rest of the band kind of filters back in to join them on the solo, and they just stop. You know, they come to a point, they're building, they're building this big crescendo of this all this solo stuff, and it sounded really cool, you know, it's really neat. It, very jazzy, and they just stop, and uh, by this point, the lead singer's back out there, and he's like, it's Ben, and they just go into one week. I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing! Um, so... <laughs> Like, this is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> it was. Um, that's but cool, you, though. You, that... all, you all have those little moments. Yes, yeah. So, uh, But I do dig that song by him so much. Oh, it's, um, it's essential. Yeah. And I also want to say, just really quick, because we don't include them, but when I saw The Killers live for the first time, they covered Bruce Springsteen, Atlantic City, and they did it for about 30 seconds, and then they did it into one of my favorite songs off the new album, The Way It Was. And that was another moment. Oh, wow. I'm dying. Wow. You just have all the luck. We hadn't even talked about you going to see... Well, I guess we did on the last show. We talked about you going to see Journey and getting, like, front row center. Yeah. Sure. All right. <laughs> that was good. My next show isn't until Def Leppard, so we shall see what happens. My, next show, is, crew. my next show is Def Leppard next Friday. I know! <laughs> I'm thinking about bringing my recorder and doing some bootlegging. Um, I'm so excited for you. Uh, I'm so excited for you. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good time. My good friend Coach is going. He and his wife and I are headed up to to see Def Leppard up in the old ATL. Uh, the next song is one that I never realized until today. Was, are you serious? Yes, yes, for <laughs> reals. Was a cover song originally done by Slade. It's Quiet Riot. Come on, feel the noise.
I mean, this is essential hair band music. Yeah, this that, is one of the first videos ever played on MTV. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, this is an iconic song, and I never realized it was a cover song at all. And how funny is it that I was like, well, you know, come on, feel the noise of the car, but I feel like it's too obvious, and you're like, is it? Yeah, I was like, is it really, Kristen? Because I didn't realize it was a cover song. I'm, I'm a total... <laughs> I'm a total loser. I, it's one of those songs you just can't help but really feel the noise. I, <laughs> it's 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 got all the perfect ingredients of an '80s, you know, an '80s metal hit. Like yes. you have like the drums, you have this chorus that everyone can sing along to. It, it's just great. It's a good tune. Quiet Ride is like one of those essential, you know, '80s bands where you could be like, "Yeah, they didn't last that long," or "Oh, yeah, they're cheesy," but you know what? They were one of the first, and you can never take that away from them. Moving on to the next cover song, it's Def Leppard, one of our favorite bands, Waterloo, Sunset. amazing it really <laughs> it's is a very it's very different sounding Def Leppard it really yeah yeah I'm interested I I don't know why this, I don't have this album um I've got to get it now yeah and so I shall you and, and Dylan both because Dylan was like I've never heard this song yeah this I mean you blew my mind with this thing and so and I'm excited about some of the other tracks I'm sorry to, to not really talk about the song but I, this album intrigues the the mess out of me because like you also you mentioned all the different song other songs that are on um this particular album yep they wanted to do kind of like a david bowie pinups which david bowie did all bands and songs that influenced him so def leppard wanted to do songs and bands like lesser known songs by 80s pop bands and like glam bands that influence them so you have stuff like um the golden age of rock and roll um no matter what um you have stay with me you have space oddity american girl um it's it's very good hellraiser which features lead singer of the darkness which is amazing but it's it's a killer album it's amazing and i keep saying amazing but it really really is you guys all need to all need to download it <laughs> legally <laughs> Uh, can you down? Is it is it a downloadable album? Probably not, but get yeah. it on Amazon. It's definitely on Amazon. We'll have a link up to it in our show notes. Check those out at geekoutpodcast.com, and there'll be a link where you can go buy, it and it'll help out the show. So, 
but yeah, it's it's available on iTunes or on Amazon now. I'm just looking at it, looking at the track listing here, and um, good stuff. This Waterloo Sunset though, who originally did this? Let me look and see real quick again. The uh, Kinks. The Kinks. See, that's an interesting thing. I mean, that's an interesting group to cover if you're Def Leppard, if you ask me. Right? Like, you wouldn't expect it. And I never heard the original version of this song until after I had heard this one. Um, and I knew that they didn't really change a whole lot of stuff except with um, Rock On, where they basically kept it very, very similar but gave it that Def Leppard tweak. Um, I mean, and I, I I like this version better, but why? I'm not shocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's interesting because there are times where I've heard a cover song first and then I hear the original, I'm like, I like the cover better. Right? I, I feel like it's if it's the first version that you hear and you like it, you're gonna like that better. Right, right. So and and that and then too, it's Def Leppard. I mean, you know, we've talked we talked about them on Hysteria that you know, the tight harmonies that they are are known for and um uh what's who was talking and he was like, you know, when I joined him I realized it wasn't just vocal tracks, it was actually them on stage. Vivian. You know, yes, yes. And um and so you got to give them respect, and and anytime they would cover anything, I think it'd be great. So, um, all right, moving on. This is one that I see. I feel like this one and the other one I picked are really obvious. Um, I think this one is obvious. I don't think your next one's obvious. Okay. All right. Well, uh, actually, I I didn't have time when I got home. I wanted to blow your mind, um, which I probably wouldn't. But I have a version of this by Bon Jovi somewhere deep in my files. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a live show, and he's like, uh, you know, this next song's by a guy named Bob Dylan. And I love the way that he says Bob. He's like Bob Dylan. And, uh, and he kind of, but this is, uh, this is the Guns N' Roses version of Bob Dylan's song, uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door. I hate to fade out on Slash. You know my love for Slash. <laughs> <laughs> that clean, pretty guitar sound. Oh my gosh, it really is. This song is, you know, again, this is this this takes me back to kind of high schoolish and and you know the, around that kind of time. And um, 
and I didn't really get into Bob Dylan as a kid. You know, I didn't get into Bob Dylan until later on in my life. And um, and again, this is one of those examples where you hear the original, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know about all this, um, because they do. Because Guns N' Roses does such an amazing job with this song, I think, and. Um, and, and it's just, again, I go back to, you know, we said at the outset of this podcast, the whole podcast thing that the terms that would, or one of the terms that would be used is jam. It just jams. Well, this one is one of those I just feel, you know, especially when you break, when they, when they get to that break toward the end and, um, you know, and they're just kind of rocking out a little bit and the choir comes in, you know, uh, not to steal a line from Kristen and suddenly you're at church and it's just, you know, it, these guys together, um, the original Guns N' Roses together, just were almost genius. And it's a shame that, you know, things went the way it did with them um, because I'd love for them to still be collaborating and making music together. But, you know, it is what it is, and we got some good stuff out of it. And to me, this is one of them. This is one of the things we got that's just, it's just great, near perfection um, as, far as, as far as I'm concerned with this song. This song, was this song on Use Your Illusion? Um, you, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you love Guns N' Roses, so I figured you might know. I feel like it's on Use Your Illusion, which is like their big, you know, double album that was all kinds of crazy. Mm-hmm. And for me, I mean, obviously, I, I'm not into Bob Dylan at all. Like, I know his big songs. Right. But this song, like Guns N' Roses, I'm sure they get played a lot everywhere. But here, they get played so much. So I, this was a song where it was like, I never even knew it was a cover until I was like 17. Yes, yeah. And it's like, wait, that's that's not a Guns N' Roses song? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> when, did that, when did that happen? Who did the original? And you're like, Bob Dylan, what? Yes, yeah. It's, and, and it's so, and he did it for a movie. Um, really? Yeah, he did it for Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, apparently. Okay. I learned that from Bon Jovi. <laughs> and that cover, I wish I could find it. I was trying during the during There's the song a link to, in the chat. To try to find it. Um, let me see if this is it. Oh, well, there's an ad. Uh, <laughs> Pat, I'm sorry, it was Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, not Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Sorry, Dylan. Dylan got me right. Dylan is like... He's on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know my affinity for Bob Dylan. Um, here it is. This is not the one I'm used to. Anyway, we're we're short on time. Um, and that's not the one I'm used to. It's a lot clearer. Uh, so anyhow, I have to find it and I'll send it to you. So. All right, I'm down. Yes. Um, moving right along. Um, this is, this is one, you know, sometimes they're just things I can't get behind, Kristen. We're going to make, oh, I'm going to make everyone uncomfortable. Very much so. Very much <laughs> so. Uh, this is one that I love the original so much, uh, just so much because, not because I like that style of music necessarily, but I don't know. There's just something about the Eurythmics and Annie Lennox singing. Um, but this is, uh, Sweet Dreams as covered by, um, the most wholesome, of rockers Marilyn Manson. That's freaky.
All right, full disclosure on the Marilyn Manson thing, Kristen. I am not one of these people that are like, he is of the devil and he hates the Lord Jesus. I'm not one of those people. Okay, sounds I, good. <laughs> I just, uh, there's there are some people that a cult of personality builds up around them, and I just kind of go hipster, and I'm like, I can't stand it. Um, okay. You know, and, and that's kind of where I stand with Marilyn Manson more than anything. Um, and also, he was really weird on that episode of The Talking Dead that he was on. He, yeah, he's, he's a weirdo, or at least he was, cause like, if you look at video or, um, like interviews of him, like, you know, in the nineties when, you know, he was, it was like the dope show and mechanical animals and all that kind of stuff. Like he was really normal and like well-spoken and all sorts of stuff. And now I feel like I'm like, you are on so much cocaine and absence. I don't know that you know what planet you're on. <laughs> Like, he just goes off, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, I think he's a total D-bag, but, like, we were, I was saying in the chat, like, his early, like, those first few albums, mm-hmm. amazing. And he is great at covering songs. Like, he has a, there was a lot yeah, of covers. Yeah, there's a lot of covers he's done. I know, yeah. um, what was, what was the other one that got really big? Tainted Love? Yes, Tainted Love is one that, is the one that got really, really big by him. It was a cover. Uh, yeah. this, and then you have like this is Halloween too. It's just good. Yeah, this song freaks me out. As it should. <laughs> yeah, it 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 freaks me out. Um, I you know because and it's so. I mean, and I know it's meant to. It's meant to to freak to freak a person out because well, it's Marilyn Manson covering Sweet Dreams and and I just you know when he starts singing about Sweet Dreams are made of this, I'm like okay. Uh, you know, and and I'm a dude that in a few minutes is going to be out in a blueberry patch in the middle of the night. And I'm like, why? Why did you make me listen to this? <laughs> Sorry, Steve. You know my affinity for like dark and, you know, eerie, yeah, eerie things. You, Halloween's my favorite holiday, man. I love, I love the creepiness. I love how eerie the song is. Like, I love, I love that guitar. Like the guitar alone just sounds creepy. Love. Well, I, and, love. T- and to take a song that is is essentially a club song. Yep. Um, you know, and and it's upbeat and you know, keep your head up, moving on, hold your head up, moving on. Um, you know, t- to to bring it into that to, from to go from this. Yeah, we're all happy, we're dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet dreams are Oh my god. <laughs> um, you know, to and it's he doesn't even sing like that. It's just the the, the build up and everything that he has is kind of creepy in that song. So, uh, the next song, if we if you're ready to move on, I'm ready. Is a song that the first time I heard it, I was alternately creeped out and just amazed at the same time. Um, I never knew how to feel about this song. I just knew that somewhere in in me, I love this song. Um, I didn't realize for a couple of years after I heard it that it was a cover of a song. I'd heard it on the radio. We used to have a station out of Savannah that I listened to, I-95, and um, 95 Rocks. And, um, and, and, they, and they debuted this song on, you know, when, it, when it got big, and I was, I was driving around listening. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're singing some serious stuff here. This is amazing. And I didn't realize that it was a song that was originally done by the Rolling Stones. Um, and then to see the movie that this song is featured in, um, which we'll talk about in a minute, it just, it made that whole movie for me. Uh, and I'm talking about a song called Sympathy for the Devil, 
uh, by Guns N' Roses, originally by um, the Rolling Stones. song like i say i heard on the radio originally i'm like oh my gosh he's talking like some theology here he's talking some some history he's really kind of getting deep because again i didn't realize it was a stones cover mm-hmm. um and then uh i didn't see interview with the vampire until it came out on vhs back in the day and we were sitting there watching it and i'll be honest with you the movie itself doesn't do much for me it's creepy it's good tom cruise is really good in it um brad pitt's he's really good amazing. in it um Kirsten Dunst is, I mean, I thought this was, you know, the next big thing. I didn't think that, I'm like, this little girl can act like this now. Mm-hmm. As she grows up, she'll never do anything wrong. Um, boy, was I wrong. Listen to the exclusive podcast uh, from the Goliverse. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it, it the movie kind of dragged for me, you know, to be honest with you. I'm watching, I'm like, okay, all right, we're getting along. And and we're getting to the end. I'm like, finally, we're at the end. And Christian Slater, you know, he runs away and he gets in his car and he's riding down the road. Listen, and he puts the tape. And he's like, oh, this is amazing. And all of a sudden, here comes Lestat. Yes. And uh, and he's like, oh my gosh. And he gives him the whole. I'm going to give you the choice I never had. And he throws him over in the passenger seat. And goes driving. He's like, oh, I'm still singing the same old song. And he pops it out, pops that tape out, and on the radio, this song is playing. And I'm like. I want to watch the movie again just to get to that point. You know, I, it's like it's like I wanted the build up that that movie delivered to get to that awesome end scene, driving down the road with Guns and Roses, "Sympathy for the Devil" playing, and um, I, I love this song again. It, it's got that whole jam factor. It jams, and you know, it could be because I heard it first. I I prefer this one to the Rolling Stones version, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the the subject matter is is really raw and honest to me you know some of the things they say and um and then at the end they just kind of get silly as it's fading out you know and it's just like oh that's kind of fun and um but uh it's it's such a jamming song that i've always dug since since the 90s it's always been kind of one of those um you know as as a conservative preacher's kid it's always been kind of like look at me look what i'm listening to i'm a rebel I got my patch on the back of my jean jacket. What up? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, like, I mean, my first introduction to this was Interview with the Vampire because I don't know exactly why, like, a seven-year-old me was allowed to watch Interview with the Vampire, like, on TV, but I did, and it scared the living bejesus out of me, but I thought that uh, Brad Pitt was really cute, so it was okay, Um, but, like, what... I don't know, like, what better song and band to, like, have at the end of this movie for the character of Lestat? Yes, like, yes. If you go on to, I mean, I've read a lot of the Vampire Chronicles, but mm. if you go on to read um, the Vampire Lestat, like, what, that, like, that's so perfect because he is so flamboyant and showy. Like, he is the front man. He is the rock star of all of those characters. Mm-hmm. And this song, it has that swagger. It's it's amazing. And I that that movie was great. And like you said, like for it to get to that point at the end where it's just like, you know, I feel better already. And then have you heard enough? I had to listen to that for centuries and turns it off. And then he just cranks this song. Yes. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's a whole thing. I, it kind of leads me down a rabbit hole to talk about Tom Cruise actually being a really good actor as well as Brad Pitt, who's yep. a phenomenal actor. But um, but I, we won't go there. I just I dig that song. Uh, we have one more pick, and um, you know, Kristen, this time around, I didn't try to pull out a, a song that would get you fired up or make you mad. You know, I didn't, I didn't try to troll you. No, because today we're playing the role of the trolls. That's right, we're playing the role specifically to, um, and I'm glad he's here. He's a listening live. Yeah, he, he may be in a freezer, he may be painting, but he's here. Our good friend Rod is listening live, and this is a cover song. We picked out just for him, or you picked out. I didn't realize, again, didn't realize it was a cover song. Uh, but it's a cover of a a song by um, Ian Hunter. Let's give it a listen. It's, it's Great White, by the way. Kristen, can I tell you I'm a sucker for piano in a, in a rock song? Shocker. <laughs> I remember when this song came out, when it was big on the radio, I was too little to know anything they were talking about. I just know, 
I, you know, all I knew was this song jams. And, yeah, it does. And that was enough for me. And uh, I don't care what anyone would say in the chat, but I was so I laughed so hard when you sent me the email with your picks, and it was at the end. You're like, and for Rod, uh, once bitten, twice shot. <laughs> because this song is amazing, and if he wants to be a hater, hate on, bro. But we're totally playing it on this podcast. It is a song that just begs to be turned up to, if I may use the phrase, eleven. And um, I've never heard the original version. I've never heard um, Ian Hunter's version of it. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to now, but um, but it, it's it, it's a song like I say I've known since I was a kid, and have always just absolutely loved it. And it's one of those songs for me that kind of got lost in in time. Yes. Um. You know, for a while, it was just off of my radar and off of everyone's radar. And then when uh, the Monsters of Rock CD came along, it was on there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this song. This is amazing. And I just, and ever since, it's been with me. It's such a great summer song, too. Like, it's, like, I'm not sure that it would be the most family-friendly song. No, 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 no. It's a beach song. And it's definitely, like, you know, you're in the car or you're alone. You're just like, you know what? Turn it up. Like you said, turn it up to 11. Singing every word, rocking out because it's perf- it's perfect. This song, I love, love, love this song. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's so much, and it's fun. I mean, it's fun. It jams, and uh, and I don't know why anyone would hate it. Now, bald headed Rod in the chat says, "Revenge will be mine and Doc's." So, <laughs> well, Doc is saying that he's promising to make me cry. Nah, he won't even he won't even call into the big honking live shows. So, yeah, it's an empty threat. It's an empty threat. So. <laughs> uh, guys, what do you think? Covers, uh, what What are some? What did we miss? Of course, we only talked about uh, nine or ten of them, but, um, and there are a lot of good ones out there. Um, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for cover songs. Like I say, I'll go back and listen to that Hinder song just to, just to kind of, it'll, it'll probably end up being a guilty pleasure. Um, you know, of course, we didn't mention Rock Sugar. They're more of a mashup cover band than just a cover band. But um, but they do some good stuff, and uh, and it's always fun kind of poking around on YouTube to see what people are covering. You know, people uh, YouTube stars like the guy that Gabe mentioned earlier on. It's it's fun to see that. Um, uh, Doc Zen says Celine Dion's "I'll Always Love You." <laughs> I actually did see Celine Dion in uh, some other and some diva. It was some diva show that my brother was making me watch. Uh-huh. On VH1, and they did uh, shook me all night long, and I was kind of upset. Were um, your ears bleeding? No, because I think um, Celine Dion is an incredible vocalist, and I appreciate her pipes. But I was just like, "This is dumb. You're not cool enough." They were trying to be cool and rockery, and they just couldn't do it. But, <laughs> but anyhow, but I'm a sucker for stuff like that, though. I mean, I'm so I, I am. I'm a total sucker for it. So, um, well, that is going to do it for us on this episode of the old rock out loud Kristen, uh it was good i mean this like like i said to you this was a hard one for me because i'm on the opposite of you i'm not the big fan of covers so this challenged me a bit i hear you well you know like i say sometimes it's like it's like opening a pack of baseball cards there's like 10 crappy ones but there's that there may be that one good one in there that you find and so i always take the risk Hey, we'd love to hear from you about your favorite cover songs or whatever you got to say about rock and roll. Email us at rockoutloudpod at gmail.com, rockoutloudpod 
at gmail.com. We need more likes on the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash podcast. Facebook.com slash podcast. Now that we've got an iTunes feed, let's get up to, you know, hundreds and hundreds of likes on Facebook. Come on, gang. We're also on Twitter, twitter.com slash rockoutloudpod. Kristen is at Xboxing the Stars. I'm at Steve Glosson, all on Twitter. And you can play with us there. Kristen does a great job of, of uh, rocking, if you will, the Rock Out Loud Twitter and the Rock Out Loud Facebook page. So there's some great stuff that's happening, courtesy of Kristen. Again, thank you so much to everyone who supports us through Patreon at patreon.com slash geekoutloud. If you head over there now, there's still time to get in uh, on the July stuff so that you can be a part of uh, the exclusive podcast at that $5 level. I promise to have a guest on the next one and uh, have some good time, good times, rather, with that exclusive podcast. We're a proud part of the Shot Glass Digital Network. You can find them at shotglassdigital.com with all kinds of great shows over there featuring the Bond cast, Fictional Frontiers. Um, th- there's a guy who was in Survivor that has a podcast at Shot Glass Digital, Kristen. Really? Yeah, we're going to have to get him on the show, I think. All right. <laughs> so check it out. Shotglassdigital.com. Of course, the, the flagship show over there, Rebel Force Radio. Thanks again for your support. Thank you guys for joining us on this episode in the live chat at www.mixler.com slash show. We're so glad to have the Mixler Zoo crew along with us. We thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for downloading this episode. And we'll see you next time on Rock Out Loud. Rock on, guys. Rock on, guys. Bye. Pose a rock's out of the question. Send me weekend upon